radio. If at Sodom I find fifty just men in the town, I will spare the whole place because of them. And so God's promises continue until we get down to ten. Perhaps he would have been even happy to go to one. This capacity of God to count the lives of a few against those of of the many is something which we can relate to prayer, which is what our gospel really talks about today. In particular, we can be confident in our prayers on behalf of others. So when we pray for others, sometimes we're praying for those who cannot pray for themselves. Sometimes we're praying for those who have no interest in praying for themselves. We are able to make reparation for the sins of others as well as reparation for our own sins. We're able to beg graces and conversion for others as well as for ourselves. So for us who believe, for us who are standing up today and proclaiming our faith, proclaiming the God that we believe in, who receive the Eucharist, it's important that we also take on a certain responsibility for those who do not believe. Obviously God knows the light that people are given and people are judged according to that. But God has given so much to us who are able to be here today, who are able to say that we believe, who are able to receive his sacraments. He's given so much to us and with that gift comes the responsibility to pray for our world, to pray for those who do not know and do not love God, especially to pray for those perhaps in our families, for their conversion, for graces to be poured out on them. Our prayers matter, and that's a wonderful thing. Our prayers draw great graces into the lives of others. How else can we explain, you know, on-the-spot conversions that sometimes happen, or people without warning who suddenly come back to faith, who suddenly open to the light of Jesus Christ? I am convinced that these things are made possible by our prayer, by the witness of perhaps hidden men and women, but heroic men and women throughout the world who are sacrificing and praying for others. So one beautiful thing about prayer and the power of prayer is our ability to pray for each other. The second thing is what Jesus teaches very clearly in the gospel, which is persistence in prayer. So he gives this story about someone who um, goes to a friend in the middle of the night and asks him for three loaves of bread. And he says, well, if they don't want to give it to you for friendship's sake, persistence will be enough for you to get everything you want. So just bothering your friend enough, you'll force him to do um, what you're asking for. And Jesus is using that parable to say, that's how we have to be about prayer. We have to really be bothering God, if you like. We have to be hammering on the door, saying, I'm not gonna give up, Lord. 
I'm going to keep on asking. Well, why is that? Well, when we're persistent, it shows that our desire is real. It shows our desire is real. I think back to some Christmases as a child and think about things that perhaps, you know, in November or October, I was telling my parents that I wanted. And I think parents are very good at recognizing when we really want something and when we don't really want something. So I would say, yeah, I'd really love this. And then a week later, I'd forgotten about it completely. Realized I didn't really want it at all. I just wanted it in that moment. The things we really want, that they desire for them endures within us. And of course, our prayer has to be like that. If we're going to pray for something, if we're going to ask for something, it must be an enduring desire. Otherwise, God could really turn around to us and say, well, did you really want that? Are you really asking for it? So that desire needs to be constant and persistent. So when we give up on prayer, sometimes that means that the desire wasn't really strong enough. Or it means that we started to think that God wasn't really interested in helping us, which is another bad path to follow because it basically says that God doesn't care, doesn't care what we want to pray for, which isn't true. But he does test our desire for it. And sometimes as well, we change our prayer for a good reason. That's when perhaps we're praying for something, a very particular thing, and as we're praying and persevering in that prayer, we find that something within us changes and we get the sense that we should be praying for something else. And that's um, a Holy Spirit-led moment when God changes our prayer, if you like. He transforms our will into his. He enables us to pray for what is truly good. In this gospel, Jesus uses these three verbs, ask and it will be given to you, search and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. Let's just think about those three verbs. One, ask, formulate your desire. It's all right just saying, God, you know, give me good things. Well, what good thing? What is it specifically that you want to pray for? It's good to have our prayer as something focused. Because again, that shows to some extent that we care about what we're praying for, because we're truly praying for specific things. So what are we really asking for? Go deep into your intentions. Go deep into your desire. Then search. Search. The one who searches always finds, Jesus says. So when we search for something that we've lost, it's because that thing is precious to us and we will turn over the whole house, won't we, for something that's really precious. Well, if we're searching for an answer from God, we keep at it. We're persistent. We know it's important to search each day. We don't give up. And when we knock, 
What happens when we go to someone's house and we knock and they don't answer the door straight away? We don't tend to stand there in silence for 10 minutes. We knock louder. We hammer at the door. So when you feel that perhaps nothing's happening in your life, you feel that the prayer hasn't been responded to, don't make that an excuse for stopping to pray. Pray louder, if you like, metaphorically. Don't stop trying to get God's attention. It's a beautiful display of faith when we're really hammering on the door of God's heart. And a third thing that we could say about prayer is, remember that God is a guaranteed giver. He's a guaranteed giver. He loves to give. But that doesn't mean he's a vending machine. So it doesn't mean that if we press the right codes on the keypad or put in the right money, that we'll necessarily get what we want. Because of, God, of course, as Jesus says, God is a father and God gives good things to us. And so often we are wrong about what is good. And yet we have the arrogance to assume that we know exactly what good things we should get and what bad things we should avoid. Well, God's got a much better perspective than us on good and evil. He knows of what we are made. He knows the influences um, which will put us on the right path or the wrong path. So let's remember as we pray that God will only give us good things. But as the gospel says, the one who asks always receives. The one who searches always finds. The one who knocks will always have the door open to him. That means that God will always give something, always responds to prayer, even beyond our ability to perceive it. God is always giving. He doesn't know how to do anything else. And that's why prayer is so vital to our life as Christians, because if we don't have it, we won't have God's life in us. And what does God say? What does Jesus say in this gospel, this version of the gospel? If you then who are evil know, to how, know how to give your children what is good, how much more will the heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Holy Spirit, God himself, wants to impart his life to us, his fire to us, and that's the most transforming thing there is, God's dwelling within us. And that will only be able to take place if we are people who pray, who give time to God. So remember to pray on behalf of others. Be persistent in prayer. And remember that God is a guaranteed giver. He loves to give. As a free, not-for-profit service, Cradio requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate, visit cradio.org.au slash donate.